Hey, everybody, it's Mike Carleo from the EMG Podcast, and we are back with another exclusive episode that was released first in our EMG Brides and Grooms groups on Facebook, uh, part of our live Q&A series that we were doing. Um, and Mike Paul, my good friend and partner, um, <laughs> was a was doing this episode lovingly and willingly, apparently, um, even though he said I forced him to be there. But today, uh, you're going to hear a great um, take on all of our special effects and production enhancements with uh, our technical director, Johnny Dive. So please take a listen. This is super great, especially if you don't have these a part of your big day. Definitely consider uh, adding some of them. And if you do, here's a little bit more of an in-depth conversation about them. So here it is. This is the EMG Podcast. Well, good evening, everyone, uh, and welcome to another uh, live edition here of uh, the Q&A session in our private brides and grooms group. I am here tonight with EMG's technical director, Johnny Dive, who's coming to us from uh, our warehouse hell. Johnny, how are you? I'm doing fine in our warehouse hell. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I am Mike Sawpaw. I'm one of the partners here at EMG. I have to tell you, when that video counts down, it's very unnerving. It's like it, it's like live television. Like you know it's coming, and you want to like jump right in at the right appropriate time. It's very, uh, it's very um, rattling, wouldn't you say? I agree. I agree. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're here tonight um, because Mike Carleo forced me to be, uh, and we are very happy uh, though to be talking about all of our special effects and production elements that could be used um, to enhance your. Uh, your wedding day. So we're going to be talking about things like our spark, our indoor sparklers, dance on clouds, uh, cake mapping, which is really an EMG specialty, um, our digital seating chart, which is all new, and we can't wait to talk about that, our audio guest book, and then our multimedia displays. But I have to give credit where credit is due before we start and let you know that Johnny is the madman that uh, creates a lot of these uh, enhancements conceptually uh, thinks them up and then sort of delivers them. So Johnny, can you walk us through the process of, you know, how you find what these things are going to be or how you decide what they're going to be and then how we get from, uh, con- you know, conception or inception to actual delivery on an event. Yeah. I mean, uh, me and uh, my assistant here, Kevin, we, uh, we try to do things differently than other companies. We, you know, we have the photo boots, we have all that kind of stuff, but we like to do things a little extra, a little different. And um, if we see something, we're like, hey, that would be cool. Maybe we should try it like this. So uh, in the audio guestbook case, we saw that and we thought that was really cool. How can we make that better? How can we make it different? And basically we saw that and we went into beta with it and blew up several different phones uh, trying to regulate voltage and uh, and all that. We finally got it and it's it's been great. I mean, you know, that's pretty much, we just, uh, we're, we get mad here in this warehouse and things just so, happen. Yeah, so a lot of it actually, that's kind of what I was getting at is, even more so than just like an idea and then we execute, you know, with things like a photo booth, there are suppliers for that. So if we think like, hey, we want to offer a new photo booth, we can find a photo booth company, buy the equipment and then offer the equipment. But with right. some of the enhancements that we're going to and, and some of the enhancements we're going to talk about tonight fall under that category, like sparklers, for example. Right. Right. Um, but some of these things like the digital seating chart and the audio guest book, those have to be created. And so you guys bring those through a prototyping phase correct? 
Right. Yeah, we, we make a prototype. We try it. We see what works. We see what doesn't. And the thing I like about it is everyone is custom. So if you're getting our digital seating chart, every single one is custom to the client, whether they want it in alphabetical order by table number. Uh, we do a really cool looping slideshow uh, with photos of them. Um, and we made everything here from the seating chart to the custom frame that frames around the seating chart. Um, so we really we take our time and we try to make it unique for every client and make it a really like different experience. Yeah. And it seems like a, a good segue to talk about the the digital seating chart, which is a fun take on just having to do like the place card setups. Um, yeah. Let's take a look at it as we're uh, kind of talking about it here so that we can get a sense. And it's, it's, it's brand new in that, you know, we've, we've offered this for over a year, but I would say in Johnny, what in about the last month and a half or so, we've kind of retooled the way that it looks right. It's much oh, yeah. slimmer. It's uh, got a smaller footprint and it ends up looking a lot better, you know, at your event. And so, you know, as we are uh, talking about this, John, if you want to throw my screen up, sure, um, we can take a look. Uh, this was actually from uh, my friend's wedding, actually, from this past weekend, uh, where we unveiled the new type. So you can see, you know, huge display. Uh, you have the ability to put custom photos behind it, uh, like our friends Kelly and James did here. And then you have, you know, you can list out by table number, by names. It's really, really a nice feature. And I can tell you that, you know, the thing that I wish that we would have had this when I got married that I did not like about this process was you, uh, you're definitely married to whatever is on those cards uh, leading up to, and you don't have the flexibility to say, hey, who got sick the week of, or who's changing, or I need to fill in um, you know, at, at table eight, now I got to move two people or whatever. And those are all changes and additions that we handle. I know I won't say we Johnny handles <laughs> the week of, right. Um, how much flexibility is there in making edits leading up to the wedding? So we typically allow up to the Wednesday or Thursday, um, unless you have a Thursday wedding, uh, to make changes, but, if there's an emergency, if a whole table needs to get moved or something, we could do it day of. Um, and we've done that before where, you know, a catastrophic event happened or sure. something or COVID and two tables completely changed and we revamped it. We sent uh, the new file to the backer that was already at the event. Right. Uh, they reprogrammed the seating chart and it was done that day. So you yeah. have the flexibility to make edits live up until the minute that your guests are kind of entering the space where they need to actually view it to go into the reception. And then you also have the creative freedom um, to give us whatever your favorite videos or photos are for that custom uh, feel that Johnny was mentioning there. So it's a really, really nice personalized way, um, you know, to stamp to stamp your touch on, on your day. Um, yeah. To that point, we'll stick with one of the more original um, offerings that we have, and that's our audio guest book. So what is it, Johnny? How does it work? So the audio guest book is a phone and we have several different phones you could choose from. And it usually we put it by the bar or on a table and people just walk up, pick up the phone, leave a voice message for the couple, hang up the phone and the greeting gets saved. Um, and it's just really cool. We like to put it by the bar because as the night goes on, the the uh, stories and the, the messages just get, get more funnier, and more. Right? Yeah. They get funnier and more interesting. Um, I guarantee you'll at least get one message, somebody ordering a pizza. That happens quite often. <laughs> um, but it's it's a really, really cool um, addition. And you get a lot of personality types on there. And then it comes to us. We edit them. We turn them into MP3s. And then you would get a folder of all your MP3s about three days after the wedding or the following week. Yeah. And, you know, just to kind of, uh, if you want to throw my screen up here, Johnny, we have, sure. um, I'll show you a picture. This was actually from my wedding, right? So this is up at the bar, a nice sign, you know, couple's name on it, pick up the phone, leave your message, hang it up. 
this is the style that we chose. You can choose from a number of different um, style phones, colors. We have a, a vintage option now, which is really uh, a very, very popular choice. But, you know, the the genesis of this was we we knew that it was a, a service that was out there. Um, but my uh, grandfather unfortunately passed away last year and my dad held on to uh, a voicemail from his father um, just to have his voice on recording. And it was the most mundane message like, hey, call me back, you know. And so we realized that this was a great way uh, on the day of your wedding to lock in those, you know, those messages and those voices from loved ones that are going to share with you well wishes, and then you'll have them forever. So it's a really nice one. It doesn't require much. We just need to be near an outlet, um, and then we can make it happen, which is great. Um, moving on to some of the other more grandiose things that we offer, and I'll jump back here. Let's talk about sparklers. Um, indoor sparklers, a lot of people recognize them. They've been around now for a few years. They look great in photo, even better in uh, video. And the nice thing about the sparklers is, uh, is that they count down from eight minutes. So they're pulling from a time bank of eight minutes. If we deployed them, they'd go for eight before running out of, of uh, you know, juice. Now, we obviously don't do that. We use them in short 10 and 15 second bursts, um, which gives us the ability uh, to really use them throughout the night to punctuate moments. If you want to stop the share, Johnny, sure. um, I'm going to need you to be more on. Okay. I'm on it. I'm, I, you, if you're going to be a producer, you're going to have to be a better producer. I, I will try harder. I'm just kidding. This, this guy's overworked. He's tired. I understand. <laughs> Um, but they're used, the sparklers are used to put the emphasis on impactful moments, right? So grand introductions, a dip in the first dance. Um, it really puts that nice punctuation on and they're a lot of fun. It really adds to the overall production uh, level. What are some of the complications that um, could be run into and how do we solve for those things, Johnny? The biggest complication is like for the smaller venues, like low ceiling height is pretty much what we run into. These are cold spark sparklers. They, you could put a piece of paper on the spark. They do not catch. It's, it's, they're not flammable. Um, so we really don't run into complications with these. All of our staff is fully trained on them. Um, you know, so we, we sell them in, uh, sets of two, four, six, eight, et cetera. Um, but for complications, not too much, just really the low ceiling height is, uh, yeah. Is, is the main one. Yeah. I was going to say some of the complications clients have before they even come to us is their venue has been burned, no pun intended, uh, by previous vendors or previous, um, types of sparklers. And so without getting too technical there, there is a wide range of sparklers. Um, we use the highest grade ones that are, uh, what they're, what are they rated They're They have some sort of classification. Well, they're just rated, for, uh, the power is rated uh, for the U.S. And basically, this the company we use is called Chauvin, and um, they held four patents. They were the original. They, like, if you've ever been to, like, a Metallica concert or, like, a Justin Bieber concert, and they have the big pyrotechnics, this is the same company who creates them. They were like, hey, let's make a smaller one for smaller venues and bands yeah, and, and stuff like that. I want to add, if you're the type of person that have, has been to both a Metallica and a Justin Bieber concert, you are a very unique individual. Very eclectic. Yeah. Very eclectic. Yeah. So they basically hold four pants because they created this, these sparklers. So all these other brands that are out, you know, doing this, they're just ripping it off and going around the patents. And if you think if you're going around a patent, 
you know, that's not good. Yeah, it's not good. Moral of the story. uh, We have the good ones that don't really have a problem and included in our service uh, is filing for any special um, permits that your town that the the venue, uh, your venue is in might require. And so that's all included there. And, you know, sparklers are great throughout the night. Uh, They're often used in the first dance and also can be paired with our dance on a cloud effect. Right. So, yeah, the dance on cloud. Go ahead, Johnny. Sorry, while you're right there. Um, also, what we like to do is um, when they're doing first look in the room and they're they're checking that out and doing photos in the room before the reception, it's really nice to get a nice shot with the sparklers up. And a lot of times our clients love to do that. So um, that's also a cool thing for photos. I can, uh, I believe that I have a picture of that from, again, I'll share my uh, my wedding. Let me see if I can find that. Oh, here they are. Oh, there we go. This was a, this was a pre wedding moment where it was just us and our photographer and uh, Johnny set the sparklers off and we got that photo, which is uh, really nice. Uh, here they are later in the night being used uh, as cityscape was playing. So they're really, really great throughout the entire evening uh, paired with, like I was saying, our uh, dance on cloud effect, which is a low lying dry ice effect. It is not fog. Um, there is a big distinction there. Uh, and we basically drop dry ice in hot water. Uh, it doesn't sound very glamorous. It ends up looking very glamorous, as you can see here. Um, and it looks great uh, in your in your first dance. And it's, a, again, a really great way to elevate the production. Um, one of the things that we do that is, uh, Car- Mike Carleo, my partner, loves to, I mean, he is Mr. Clouds. So if we're on a job, he is that is his role. He absolutely loves it. He believes yep. he has the right plumage, I believe he calls it. Uh, but what we like to do is give you about 30 to 45 seconds of no clouds so that your photographers can grab you know, plain basic photos and then bring the clouds in so that you end up with some variety of, uh, of visual shots there, um, which is great, which is really nice. Am I leaving anything out or forgetting anything about the clouds? No. They just look great. Amazing, which is great. Yeah. Um, let's jump into multimedia displays. Um, sure. admittedly, these are my least favorite. Uh, I am nothing if not honest. Um, they are often used for things like slideshows or you can, uh, show, you know, custom videos throughout the event or even put up your, uh, your logo. I much prefer like our custom monogram, um, for that feature. Um, I just don't particularly care for the way that the TVs look, but a lot of people do like them. Um, and we have them in now varying sizes, correct? Yeah. Um, so not only varying sizes, varying heights. So now we have the ability for those lower ceiling venues. Uh, we can now bring our TVs to those venues. And um, we have uh, everything from 60 to 86 inch TVs. Um, and they're used for, like you said, monograms, uh, same day edits, which we have uh, oh, right, going out right. a couple of times this weekend. Zap shots, which occasionally go out, which are just candid live shots of the crowd. And yeah, we sent a photographer, the- not a professional photographer, but someone to take photos and then do sort of a photo dump onto the screen so that you're seeing your pictures in real time. Right. Um, yeah. And uh, they do slideshows. They do videos. Um, sometimes guests can't make it because of COVID or overseas or whatever. So they'll do actually do a video, a speech video. I've yep. seen that done several times. So there, I mean, anything you could put on a TV, we can display at your event. So yeah. And all of the custom production um, that all of those little things that Johnny just mentioned uh, would require like, hey, here's, uh, you know, 
300 photos, I need a montage. When you book the televisions or if you have the televisions and the multimedia displays, that's all in, that's part of the service that is included in that. Um, our production team, Johnny, Kevin, um, some of our video members can handle all of that for you. So if you're interested in that, uh, you know, sort of really there is no boundary to what can be shown on those on those screens. Absolutely. Um, and we will close with probably our most unique enhancement. And I know that this was your baby and it is cake mapping. So yes. uh, why don't we explain uh, what that is as I'm, sh as we're watching it? Sure. So cake mapping is uh, projection mapped uh, images. We could do slideshows, custom graphics um, on a wedding cake. We typically like to bring a dummy cake in. So we're not doing it on your cake. So once it's cut, then it's just not there. So this will go throughout the entire reception uh, we, yeah, we've done birthday parties, we've done, you know, everything, but our main with the cake mapping is obviously weddings and, uh, we could pretty much do, yeah, photo dumps. We can do <laughs> a green screen of you dancing, uh, you know, anything you see here could be done. Um, I know a lot of my couples love doing a slideshow with maybe some snow falling down or like leaves falling down over the photos. Um, we make completely custom videos here for it. That's my favorite one, the Mario Brothers. Mario, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's completely customizable. It looks really cool in person. We could do candles around it. We could do flowers around it. Um, and again, all of the production leading up to it would be included uh, if you wanted that. Can anything else be mapped? Yeah. Uh, so uh, besides our projection lightscaping, which we showed last uh, live, uh, we can map walls. We can map... Uh, the ceiling we could do, we just had a wedding we mapped. They wanted fireworks for the last song. So we did a nice lights, uh, projection mapping throughout the night with flowers. And then as soon as the last song came on, boom, we hit it. And there were fireworks above their heads during the last song. That was one of our coolest things I think we've done so far. What is um, the difference between, cause I, I sometimes see clients use the word mapping incorrectly. So what yeah. is the difference between mapping versus just projecting? So projecting, you're taking a projector, you're throwing it on a ob, you know an object or a wall, and that's it. You're what a, the image you get is the image you get. When we come in, we actually map it with our software to the edge of wherever we're mapping, so you're getting that perfect blending. So it actually, even with the cake, you're not getting any spillage. So it really that's what makes the effect. You know, there's no and nothing on the wall, nothing on the floor, nothing on the ceiling. Whatever we're mapping is what's that's what is the project projections going to hit. So let me, let's all go back to school since we've all been to school before. And we know that when the teacher throws on the projector, uh, if there's a projection screen that they pull down, sometimes the projection image falls off that screen and hits the chalkboard or the whiteboard in the, in the back or that, it's too small or it's too small. Right. And yeah. so that's, that's just, you get what you get. That's the spillage that Johnny is talking about. Um, if we were to map inside of a, a classroom, picture the teacher's desk uh, and picture you're looking at it from a corner. So you can see three-dimensional space. You can see the top of the desk and you can also see the front and also sort of the side. Mapping would allow us to map all three of those images, or excuse me, all three of those um, planes, right? Uh, despite their angle. And we could put the same or even different images on all three uh, parts of that desk. And that is the difference between sort of just regular projection and then also mapping. Yeah. I mean, see, you didn't know you were going to go to school tonight. <laughs> I think the moral of the story is, is that no matter what you decide to uh, sort of pick and pull from um, the effects and production that we have at our disposal that we can use at your event really helps to produce the overall um, experience that you and your guests will have on the night of. And I would 
I would definitely consider pairing some of these with some of the lighting uh, that Mike and, and you talked about uh, a few weeks ago, uh, because the, the one-two punch is really uh, breathtaking. Yeah. We uh, thank everybody for joining us here this evening. And uh, if you're watching after the fact, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. We'd love to talk uh, with you more about this. Uh, thank you. And we'll see you back here for the next Q&A in just a few short weeks. Take care. You can find us at elegantmusicgroup.com or on Instagram at elegantmusicgroup.com.